With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shit, lad, sorry, Ron. Uh, I've been listening to Shirley Bassey all week. I, I don't really know why. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club Act 22, the Rangers podcast. And we are here to review the Dunfermline game. Uh, we're obviously going to preview the, the Alaskert game coming up tomorrow night as well. So we've got a full house again this week. I'm your host, Scott Carney. I am with Scott Gemmel. How's it going, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Feeling all right this week. Although I did remember now that we're in the UEFA. Europa League even, it's Thursday-Sunday games coming up, which is a bit of, mm-hmm. a, bit of a downer. Not too bad That's probably, probably the only bad thing about remaining in Europe, if we do remain in Europe, that is. Uh, Ali Pearson, how's it going, mate? Not too bad. I'm uh, last day of work tomorrow. I've taken Friday-Mondays off the whole of August, so three-day three day weeks right. for me. It's actually quite good. Yeah, Lots of holidays yeah. to use, so that's the way I've done it. <laughs> not bad. Uh, and Jimmy Lowe, how's it going, mate? I am good. Sun is shining. I've got no holidays, but looking forward to tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> impossible to get a, a holiday right now in, in my work, man. Uh, really, really difficult, but I'm not in my notice period right now, so it's not really that big a deal. Uh, just before we came on air there, lads, we were all talking that we've all now got our My Dears packs, and we were speaking about the the coasters, because we're all probably using the coaster right now at the same time. Um, I mean, what do you, what's, your, what's your initial your, your thoughts on the the, the pack, Scott, I'll come to you first. You were first to get yours now that you've had a look at it. What would you make of it? Ah, it's a good wee pack. Um, yeah, I enjoy the badges. I tend to quite like collecting the badges and stuff and just having like a wee jarry full of them all. Yeah, it was good in the wee book. It was quite interesting as well. So, it's not too bad. Ali, you live in the centre of Glasgow pretty much and you were last to get yours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I arrived in from work just there and I seen something... And I thought, oh, that's not the Mysers, is it? And it was there. So, 
No, it does exist, obviously, this My Jail's package. It's pretty decent, to be honest. I mean, I don't pay the 40 quid for that wee package we get. It's for the so-called benefits you're supposed to get from it. But um, I it's good enough. Like Scotia says, the wee badges, the coaster's quite nice. There's a wee booklet in it, and ah, it's good enough, to be honest. Jamie, your thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought it was a, a nice touch, similar to Ali, as in we're obviously getting it for uh, hopefully other other benefits that we might come on to later on. Um, but we, even the, the coin, actually, I'll use that for, for golf and, and marking my ball uh, on the green. So, um, And then the badges probably put on, on my scarf. So, hi, hi. And similarly, I've got a coaster here. Yeah, the coaster. It's lethal, man. It could be used as an offensive weapon, the coaster. It's an absolute monster. And we have just figured out... Um, Scott, you first got yours. You were saying that the five and history, and you were complaining that there was three histories on the coaster. But I've actually just told you that it's actually 150 is written within uh, history. Completely missed the yeah. one and the zero in that. Yeah, yeah. The, the three fives yeah. just confused me. But yeah, the coaster's cracking. Do you know what I mean? It is good. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't pay my whatever it is, 40, 50 quid to, to get a coaster. Uh, but I'm the same. I like wee badges. I've got a scarf upstairs that's full of badges that I've collected since really I started going to the football and even some old ones my dad and that has. So, I mean, I do like stuff. Um, do like stuff like that. But yeah, we will come on to my jazz later on, lads. Uh, there's only one place to start and that's uh, with the... Demolition job of Dunfermline um, from Friday night. Rangers running out 5 0 winners. Bassey and others shine. Um, maybe the reason that I've been listening to Shirley Bassey, you know. Uh, so, as I say, it seems like a long time ago, to be honest, that we were at the game. It's been, seems like quite a long break that we've had, even since we've done a pod. Uh, but it's arguably the best the best performance of the, the season so far. Goals from Lundstrom, Wright, Hadji, and a double from Roof made it an easy night's work at Ibrox. We now take on Livingston in the next round of the Cup, and that'll be at Ibrox. So, Jamie, you weren't um, on the, the reaction pod we'd done on Friday, so I'll come to you first, mate. What was your, your thoughts from Friday night's game? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good professional performance. Um, as you say, really pleased to see uh, Bassey in particular and, and Patterson come in uh, to the side and, and really take their chance. Um, Bassey, we know, uh, has qualities, um, but I thought in particular his passing and his crossing um, on Friday night was really impressive. Um, of course, get the assist for Hadji's goal. Um, all four goals, to be fair, as in, in the first half, were, were of real quality. Um, Roof's probably been pick of the bunch. Uh, that through ball from Kamara, touch around the corner from uh, Adibo and Roof firing it into the roof of the net. Um, I, suppose, I suppose we better say well done to Ali on his prediction as well. First of many. I hope you had, I hope you had a few <laughs> quid on it. <laughs> I didn't. I wish I did, Jamie. Scotia had 8-0 down. But yeah, I mean, it's a it was a it was a great performance. Um, as I say, I've I don't know how many times I've watched that Kilmar roof goal. To be honest, it's it gets better every time you watch. I actually shared it to all our, our socials as well. It's just a tremendous, um, a, a, a tremendous goal. Ali, obviously, it's been flung in our face that it is only Dunfermline that we're playing, but it's the performance that we all needed, and it's something to for us to build on now. Yeah, we all said we. We wanted a performance to to kick on in the next few important games we've got. I, I know you're only playing Dunfermline, but you can only play what's in front of you. And Rangers were fantastic for the full ninety minutes. I know we only scored one goal the second half, but 
it was wave after wave the second half again. The Fairland just shot up shot because they're just going to get a series doing. They were close to getting a series doing, to be honest. But um, no, I thought it was a fantastic performance. Uh, big Shirley, pick of the bunch, to be honest. I mean, I know me and Scotia picked a Rebo man in the match. thought he was outstanding. Kamara too. Hadji. I mean, you could go through the whole team, to be honest. But no, I just hope Rangers can now, as of tomorrow night, kick on and bring that into the game tomorrow night. And um hopefully put that tight to bed tomorrow night, which will um, help us going forward with a few big fixtures coming up. Yeah, definitely. Scott, um, many times you've watched the Arriba goal? <laughs> quite a few. I've watched all of them quite a few times, to be honest. Um, you know, it's a cup game, and your main aim of the cup game is to get through to the next round, but I think really what we ultimately what we needed was a thrashing of a team and a really good performance, which we got. Again, caveat that by saying that it's only from Fairland. Confirmland seem to be these, one of these teams that we, we always seem to thrash every now and again. Um, they're quite kind to us that way. Um, yeah, really good performance overall. Um, so happy to get through and with a good performance. Only slight downside is that it wasn't more than five. And it, we probably could. We just didn't stick it away. And we got to see Ali's old pal, Graham Dorans, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, he set up the first goal, Graham Dorans. Is that another? Is that another yeah, dangerous player that you you hate, Ali? I because you hate Jimmy Murphy as well. No, no. The story behind Graham Dorns is Graham Dorns used to have a box right in front of my season ticket, <laughs> and I used to give him pelters because uh, you're quite because uh, you're quite you're quite quiet at the games, aren't you? Hi. Yeah, he wasn't very good to be honest, which was proven correct, and his um, his wife didn't take kindly to a few of my comments sometimes. So that's the story behind that one. <laughs> uh, so, so you didn't hate Graham Dorns the way you hate Jimmy Murphy, no? Don't hate them, just they weren't good enough. <laughs> and I was uh, proven correct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did set up our first goal, to be to be honest. Uh, yeah, right. I think Graham Dorans was a wee bit unlucky in terms of That's his injury and in that. And same same could be said for Jimmy Murphy. His horrific injury wasn't didn't help him in any way, shape or form. But I would probably go along with that they are definitely not good enough. Um, but again, I hold absolutely nothing, nothing against them. But yeah, it was a very, very convincing performance. Um, I say I know it's just it's only Dunfermline. Um the only wee back of it that's probably I'll take from it is it wasn't our our first eleven, if you like, that's probably in Gerard's eyes that actually managed to put that kind of performance together. But I think it shows the, the strength and the willingness of the ones that are on the fringes, if you like, um to put in a performance like that. Um against Dunfermline or not, Rangers were superb. Uh, and I think if we played like that against Near enough any other team in Scotland, I think we would uh, we would have won handsomely. So yeah, as I say, next round is now against uh, Livingston, and that's also going to be Ibrox. So move on, lads. Move on to the mainstream media. Um, obviously, clutching its straws a wee bit. So this week we've been told that Katic was told that he's no longer got a place within Ibrox, and he used to leave. We also get told that there's been bids come in from Hadji, uh, and there's offers on the table for him from other European clubs. Both uh, have turned out to be false. The only one they have got correct is that Jermaine Defoe actually eats food. Um, I mean, as a professional footballer who's rather well off in life and and a human being for that matter, that he actually goes out to a restaurant from time to time to have um, to have some food, to have a meal. Ali, is this sour grapes from the mainstream media in regards to the, the media partners that Rangers now have that have managed to pay the, the agreed fee that was set by Rangers or are they trying to start some sort of 
war between Rangers and other maybe fan media for that matter? Yeah, I, I think they're having sly digs at Rangers at the moment because of what Rangers have um, are asking the media to pay for extra privileges. I mean, they still get into iBooks, but this is for extra privileges, if you want to call it. So, yeah, I, they've, said, they've done it for years, the media, and you don't take notes until Rangers tweet about it or tell us about it or somebody like Heart and Hand or four lads who are in, in the know, then that's when you'll take it seriously. But I, a lot of stupid stories. The Catish one was poo-pooed instantly when he put in his Instagram. There was the Kamara one, which Sky Sports did a bit of digging instantly. Nothing in it. Haji, I've seen about Haji. Um, Jermaine Defoe having this dinner at the Dome in Edinburgh. <laughs> I mean, that was... They got that correct, to be fair. Thought they might make an arse of that and put the wrong restaurant down, but they got the Dome right, <laughs> so that was good on them. But, no, nah, it's sour grapes, and I think we'll need to get used to this with the press, especially the, the Daily Record, to be honest. And, uh, Keith Jackson, who's behind that, another Rangers hater, if you want to call it. So I don't take any notice of it. Until I see Rangers tell us that somebody's leaving out of Ibrooks, then then I'll listen. But nah, it's just, it's paper talking. They don't do it to the other side of the city. And we all know why, because they're given privileges, if you want to see over there. And it's, uh, nah, I don't give a monkeys about the, the Scottish press up here. And yeah, fan media all the way. Yeah, Scott, I think it highlights the problem with the mainstream media, if anything, that it's just made up stories. To try, it's clickbait, that's basically what it is. They'll put it out on social media, people will click on it, it makes them look good, even though there's absolutely nothing in it. And I think any level-headed Rangers fan, when they seen that Rangers had come out and said that Katic was uh, surplus to requirements, I don't think any one of us would have believed that, because one, it's not fair on the player, to it's not Rangers style. No, I mean, you say is it them kind of going back at us for putting in the fees and pay for media privileges, but the record and the Sun have been doing this for years, and but in particular, the the Jermaine Defoe at the restaurant. I mean, that's just a societal way. I mean, there's magazines filled with the shelves and the news agents. With that on, I mean, all the stories in together. I don't know if any of you have ever watched the, the newsroom. No, it's a no, Aaron Sorkin no. kind of drama, mate. No, so it's not maybe not to everyone's taste, but it reminds me of a scene in it where this guy joins the company, makes up a crappy story about Jimmy Kimmel and posts it. And then one of the sort of good people in the, the, the show completely rip him into pieces. And you know, it's an unvetted story, it's not true. Jimmy Kimmel was actually at his house and not out getting drunk. That's kind of what it reminds me of. It's these unvetted stories that they're just putting out, particularly the headlines as well. The headlines, they grab you in, and there's maybe something right at the very end. I mean, I don't go in and read them, so I don't know. That kind of negates what the headlines are actually trying to say. It's, oh, I'm getting fed up with it, to be honest. But, I mean, I've not bought, well, I bought a paper on Saturday, last Saturday, actually, because I had nothing to do. But I've, I've not, I don't regularly buy papers or anything. Um, they're, they're no great, are they? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't click it. I don't read it. I don't. I don't believe anything. Anything of it. The sun and the the sun and the record, especially. I've got no real interest in what they have to say because it's just made up nonsense. I mean, Jamie, they didn't even catch Jermaine Defoe in Edinburgh. They took the picture from his Instagram. Oh, did they? I, I'll be honest. I didn't. I didn't actually know about. I, I seen the the Cartage piece. 
and of course, um, seen Gerard's interview uh, earlier this afternoon. Um, and of course, his I follow Kattich on Instagram, so seen his post. But um, yeah, the Defoe, the Defoe stuff sounds a bit daft. I didn't know about Hadji. And much like you guys, don't don't buy papers. I don't really um, actively go on uh, their their websites to, to get news. Um, I'll either get it from the club directly or or the same as you guys. I'll, I'll go through fan media because more often than not, that's where it's going to be uh, accurate. And again, going back to the, the player thing, I mean, we've been speaking about um, possible or potential upcoming sales. The way the club are operating at the moment is just everything is professional. It's under wraps. And see until you see someone with another team's scarf above their head or vice versa, then not interested. Again, mate, you can't you can't believe any of that because of exactly what you've said. The way the club handled their business. So why would we? Why would we believe these people? Do you know what I mean? Why would the club have not told us before? Why would the the, the guys that are the head of the game have? And just fan media, why would they not be telling us this first? They've the ones that sort have of got direct contact with the club, do you know what I mean? And especially heart and hand, they're obviously an official media partner of the club. So, I mean, they're going to know before the Daily Record know, before the Sun know. Obviously, they are still allowed access. They are making out like they're not allowed access. They are. They're just not allowed exclusive access. So they don't get their one-to-ones with Gerard or their one-to-ones with players. But they are still provided with passes to the games, with programmes with whatever else, team sheets, whatever else they need to in order to do their stories on. So yeah, it's just all a bit sour grapes. And again, this is the just a big problem in my opinion. It, it's just it's 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 just boring now and, and stop it. And all of a sudden, as I say, people are like, oh Cattage should leave, Cattage shouldn't leave, oh big Cattage is going. He's not well, Cattage isn't leaving. And I thought his response as well through Instagram. Kudos to him for that, because that was yeah, brilliant. Honestly, that was absolutely superb. Good on him because he deserves a chance. He at least deserves his chances. The injury he's had has been brutal. It's been a long recovery for him and he has put the work in because we've all seen him. We've seen the size of him as well, the work that he's put in. He at least deserves his chance. So as soon as I seen it, I immediately was like, that's not true. Um, and obviously it's turned out to be correct. But yeah, fan media all the way, as Ali said, um, 100% just believe Rangers and believe fan media because they're the ones that are going to get you the get you the truth at the end of the day. Um, so we'll move on, uh, gentlemen, to talk about Majors again and the the Stuart Robertson statement that has been released. So there's problems with Majors, the ticket office, the ticket and website, the way you have to book tickets through the, the website, and it's been around for a while now. Um, there's not really any doubt about that. Things have kind of come to a head in regards to that with the first away tickets for Ross County becoming available. Uh, the other night, a lot of people missed out uh, and it took the social media event about it, as people tend to do. Uh, this prompted a statement from Stuart Robertson outlining that he's aware of the current problems with the online ticketing system and their investing uh, investment is being made sorry, to improve and rectify the problems. It finished with announcing Rangers will hold fan focus groups as they review the first-come, first-served approach that was in place for the Ross County ticket allocation. I will leave a link for the statement in the description for this pod where you can go and register to be part uh, with a chance to be part of the focus groups. There was just over just over a thousand tickets um, 
allocated to Rangers for the, the away match on Sunday with 8,000 people registering interest for it. So there was always going to be disappointment for it. The, the way the reason things are the, the way they are just now is there's a there has to be like a red zone where people can't sit because that's where the players have to sit and socially stay apart and whatever else. <clears throat> and it also stops... Everybody's not been at the football, so even fans of the kind of smaller clubs in the league, they want, they're going to fill their stadiums with their own fans as much as they possibly can until this restriction is lifted, it all kind of fades back down. And then eventually it will lead to Rangers getting more capacity, uh, more ticket allocation for away games because teams make money out of that and we take probably the biggest support um, or one of the two biggest supports uh, to away matches, obviously, us in Celtic. So I do understand why people are annoyed about it because there's probably people that have never ever missed an away game and they're annoyed that, that now due to the way that things were done through this tier system tier system with my judgment whatever else they have obviously missed out in it i think it was a good statement from stuart robertson uh, but it was slightly overdue in my opinion and the club could have responded um we could have addressed this a lot quicker i don't think there's any doubt nevertheless um the club have now released something and it will assure fans that they do matter, I think, and that they are going to be taken into consideration. Uh, Scott, understand, obviously, we are not part of the kind of the travelling support. I go to the odd away game when I can, um, just when kind of life fits. But I just wanted to get your thoughts. What do you make of this tier structure and the way the club have handled this kind of first round of away tickets? Well, what a difference 24 hour makes, because if we recorded this, excuse me, last night, before that statement came out, it would have probably been a wee bit more ranty. And you're <laughs> right, it was maybe a wee bit delayed a wee bit too much, but equally, we're such a um, sudden society to react to things quickly, posting social media, and it all gets blown up really, really quickly. Um, so, you know, the club responded within, what, almost 24 hours of the, the ticket and stuff happening. Um, mm -hmm. So they, they were fairly quick in doing it, but there was obviously the issues with the uh, Malmo game previously, um, you know, with the ticketing situation there. But the tier system, I mean, as you rightly say, I don't really go to away games at all. Um, but from my understanding, there was like time slots that gold members could go on to get it. And then there was a certain time slot for silver tier and then the bronze tier as well. In terms of the time slots, them themselves aren't ideal because... There can be very short notice, and you know, you, people could have other commitments, you know, that would maybe want to get along or, or try and do it. From what I was reading, it seemed to be a bit scattergun approach that some people were logging in and getting kicked back out and logging in, and then some people were going in and just hitting it straight away and getting it. Um, so yeah, it does need work. So it's good that the clubs come out and address that, and you know, going for this focus group to talk about that and sort of other issues, notwithstanding that. But I think the tier system itself. Isn't it the worst idea in the world? I'm, as I say, I've never really travelled away to watch Rangers, so I'm not sure how difficult it was to get into see away games if you'd never been in an away game before. Like I know just in my own experience from like Scotland games, that if you've not got enough points, you're never getting a ticket and you need to go to all these far-flung places that no one else will go to to get, get your points up and things. So I don't know how difficult that, that was previously. So if this makes it a wee bit easier for to get people that maybe actually want to start attending away games to get in and get the chance to go, then that's a good thing. 
but yeah, it, it, I mean, it does need improvement. And I think what we've got to remember, although we've had like Majors, and this is sort of ties into ticketing, just over the last year, COVID hasn't really allowed us to, to iron out all these details. And the, these are all issues that Majors would have probably sorted out last year if things had been normal. So, but it's all just hitting the fan now as everything's everything's opening up. So I think there needs to be some degree of kind of patience until, until we can get everything right. And, you know, given the size, 8,000 people applying to go to that game, you're never going to please every one of them and there's going to be varying different opinions. Some people will be raging that bronze tier members are getting a chance while they, it's limited to the gold and etc. You're never going to please anyone, but it's good to see that the club have come out and released that statement. Yeah, I think it was never going to please everybody, especially with the amount of people interested in going to away games. And as I say, it has been this kind of long period where we couldn't go to football. So it was kind of always, it was never going to please everybody. Um, Jamie, what's your thoughts on this? I think by the looks of it, my jersey is here to stay. So do people need to just kind of get on board with this in the nicest possible way? Um, not necessarily. I mean... I, th I think in theory the, the tiered system is one that that should work. Um, I'm much like yourself in that I would occasionally go to away games, but I certainly don't go to them all. Um, so in theory, the tiered system I think should work. However, I agree with your point, Scotia. I think um, COVID has probably hit the club and my jersey in particular in, in a few ways um, than one as in. Even just a couple of things in Stuart Robertson's statement there about recruitment, um, whether it's IT issues, um, it just doesn't feel from a, a ticketing and a priority process, but it just doesn't feel like it's, it's properly resourced at the moment, um, whether something's going wrong or just that online journey. Um, if you think back to when we were taking my jars out of it, just going through and, and trying to get tickets for friendlies, the website's obviously not completely user-friendly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think my jers it probably is. Of course, it's here to stay. I, th I think it's something that with, with the right care and attention um, and investment, um, it definitely can be a, a good thing. It just it, it needs quite a lot of work, I think. Yeah, I think I don't think there's any doubt about it. Ali, we obviously, um, we obviously mostly do my jers mate, to hopefully get Cup tickets, really. That's kind of our biggest reason for it, and I think that's fine. In my personal opinion, I think that's absolutely fine. That that's why we are doing it. Now, I've I've criticised the Majors before. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure about it. To be completely honest, um, I didn't have Majors before, and I managed to get quite get to quite a lot of finals. I was quite lucky in in that regard. So. I suppose, what is your, your full thoughts on it? Do you think the club response is good to this? Or do you think, I don't know, um, should should more have been done earlier? I don't know, it's I know it's hard, it's hard. Because my, my, my jers couldn't really be used last year. I mean, the, the only benefit of my jers last year, let's be honest, you get 10% off that guy or restaurant. I think that was the only benefit last season you got. It wasn't so much else. Well, I got I. So this season, when you you the away games now, you're getting to go to them on reduced capacity. Um, it's it's now starting to play what it should be doing. Obviously, the cup cup games before, if you were on the CCs, you used to tick the semis and finals. Obviously, that button isn't there anymore, so you need to have the majors, which 
is the main reason we have it. We don't really go to away games. Um, it probably hits the travel clubs quite a bit as well in terms of them getting tickets to fill their buses as well. So that's not ideal for them in terms of previous years. But what do you do? It's we've got, The demand is way out with the, the supply. I mean, Ross County, for instance, I mean, you're saying just over a 1,000 tickets against 8,000 guys that registered. So you're not going to keep everyone happy. It's a bit of a lucky dip, to be honest, if you get one or not. And I know it's tiered in terms of you've got a time limit to go on, but at least at least they've come out and went, look, we'll have a focus group and tell us your experiences with MyJers, the website, getting into iBrooks. I've literally just got an email off the Rangers, the 100th email of the week I've got from them, saying <laughs> how to get into the game tomorrow night in terms of it's got the video again telling people this is how you use your smart card. You don't put it in, you tap it, telling you about travel information. So they are trying the club to try and get information out there to people. It's um, it's a difficult one, my dears. It's we'll just need to see how we get on. I mean, if it, if we were playing St Johnston at the weekend, I think St Johnston last season said to, or the year before they were going to give us three stands. So the chance to get a ticket for that was kind of high. Um, it's because you're playing Ross County. It's a thousand tickets to, to eight thousand people. It's a tough one. I, I really don't know what you do with it. I think it'll evolve as we go along the road with my dears. Um, but it is what it is at the moment. There's there's too much demand for for what they have, and that, that's pretty much the bottom line with it at the moment. Yeah, I, I don't know whether they move into the whole um, goal tier. If you've had a ticket, you then don't get in the next one. Yeah. The other people in goal tier that didn't get that, etc., and it rolls down and down and down. Or whether they allocate a certain amount of gold, a certain amount of silver, and a certain amount of bronze based on percentages or whatever. I, I don't know the, the the exact correct way to go forward. Look, as again, it's I'm not somebody that can commit to going to away matches um, life commitments and everything else get in the way of that so I can't fully commit to it but I can completely understand people's frustration and I think that it's all it's just very difficult just now because it's the whole COVID thing and that as well on a norm, normal everyday life when COVID wasn't about and this hadn't happened you were probably getting a lot more than a thousand people um, a, a thousand away tickets going to Ross County let's be honest so it's something that we're going to need to adjust to but our Rangers fans and we're not patient. Um, every single one of us aren't patient, so it's a difficult, it's a difficult one for the club to try and balance out. See, see just on that, Scott. Just going back to the statement and, and um, from Stuart Robertson, the only the only thing I was a wee bit uncomfortable with was he obviously has apologised, um, and I think you know we've, we've covered off what they're what they're planning on doing to resolve issues moving forward. But there's fundamentally. Um, you know, I don't know the, the final figure, but there's people who paid money and for basically no fault of their own couldn't get into the stadium. Um, I don't know whether the right thing is to, to give them a refund or um, I think they need to be contacted personally as well. As I know, there's whether that's the intention of the focus group, but there's people who, I don't know, we still need to, I think this club still need to address that. I, again, mate, I can't disagree with that at all. I look, my card worked fine. I got no problem. I've had no... Uh, I'm touching every bit of wood that I can see right now in front of me that I've had no problems getting into the stadium with my, my smart card or with a QR code or whatever. It just worked. Everything just worked for me, so it wasn't really a big deal. But it's a cracking point. That there is people that have are out of pocket due to this and didn't see a game they paid for. Um, they might have seen 
less than a quarter of the game they paid for. Some people have missed it altogether. So it's, I mean, even on um, Friday night there when we went, um, we were with somebody that was sitting up in the club deck um, that was travelling with the Scotland Moons Bay Supporters Club and they had to go round to the ticket office because the, the season ticket didn't work and then they took the season ticket off them and gave them a card and said, oh, we'll send you a season ticket out in the post and it didn't get until about near enough half time. Do you know what I mean? That's not on. I mean, th- th- this has to be stopped. They have to fix these problems. If they need to invest and send everybody out new cards, then send everybody out new cards. Do you know what I mean? Like, and start it all again. People aren't really bothered about what kind of card they use they're just bothered about getting in and actually getting to use something that they've that they've paid for but yeah i would agree with that yeah we'll see what comes from the focus group i think seeing that's got i don't know if you've noticed ever since they they took the guys the attendance away from the turnstiles and they put those the smart things in the queues to get in have been an awful lot longer Mm -hmm. and in occasions what i've noticed people doing now i can't i'm not saying this happened to everyone but on occasions, what I've seen happen is someone puts their card in, it goes green, and then they don't get through the turnstile quick enough, and then someone else comes up behind them straight away and stick, stuck their card in, and then they, they could then get locked out because it's registered and it's not went round. Um, so I don't know if stuff like that's happening. But you certainly notice that since they've brought those things in, that the queues to get into the games now, particularly in European nights, are gigantic compared to what they ever used to be. You know, you could run along, get along at the stadium for about 22 20 minutes before the game kicked off and you'd be all right getting in. But now if you do that, you're you're not getting in until five, ten minutes after the game kicks off. Yeah, yeah again, you're right, mate. And there's a lack of staffing on these turnstiles. And, I mean, people are giving them abuse. It's not their fault. You know I mean, they work for Rocksteady or whoever it is. It's, there's a security for it. It's not their fault. They're just there to try and make it go as, as smoothly as possible. Um, as, again, I think it all kind of needs reviewed. I know Rangers are looking to become quite a smart stadium and quite a... a a modern stadium in that regards of the way that we enter stadiums and the way that we in, kind of interact with the stadium, if you like. So um, there is still work to be done. I don't think there's any doubt about it, but I think it's just good now that the club have come out and acknowledged it and released something. But 100% agree, Jamie. Um, these people that have not been able to get in and see games, they definitely deserve some sort of reimbursement uh, anyway because it's it's not fair. It's, it's not their fault, so um, the, the club should really be looking into that. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, we'll move on to preview the next game for Rangers coming up. Uh, Rangers take on Alash Kerr in the playoff round for the Europa League. The first leg being on Thursday night at Ibrox. Kickoff is 8pm. Um before we get into the full preview of it, I did a wee, a wee dig on Alashkert and they are not a very good team um, in the nicest possible way. They are, <laughs> they're not great at all. Um, they are sitting with no points after the first couple of games in their season. They've conceded five and scored none. So they're not exactly in a, a rich reign of form. Rangers will still be without Kamara and Roof due to suspension. Uh, the press conference today... Was Gerard not really much comment on Alashkert? It wasn't the best of um, best of press conferences really for a for a, a, a kind of preview of a of a game. But I think the main thing to come out of it was he expects an announcement on a midfielder signing for the club in the coming days, possibly even as early as before the game tomorrow night, Thursday night. Rumours on social media have started already that it's uh, Bakuna and not Veerman, as most would wish. Um, thoughts on the, the press conference, Ali, and the potential midfielder signing? Yeah, it's pretty short. 
Gerard one. It was five minutes of Gerard one. Watched him at lunch today, and I didn't touch in the game. It was mainly about this mid midfielder who it is. It's definitely not Joey Veerman. Joey Veerman. If we get in a Champions League, you could possibly talk Joey Veerman, or if we sell a player, but I can't see that happening anymore. The boy is I used to Janino Bakuna. I think his Bacuna. full name is. Plays for Huddersfield. Twenty-four years of age. Was he played in the Dutch league? Have before, you watched his YouTube video? I've told you before, Jamie Scotia would look good in a YouTube video. So <laughs> I don't watch. I don't watch YouTube videos. So um, his, his Wikipedia bio's already been updated as well. By the way, that's, that's a rather good laugh. I seen that, but I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, to be fair, the boy Oberford, who with a heart issue, leaves his light in the midfield because we don't. We don't know what's happening with him. Nobody's asked yet what's happened with him. So we probably need to bring somebody in. Ryan Jack, obviously. We've not heard about Ryan Jack yet. I think he had a setback last time we heard about Ryan Jack. So we probably need to bring one more in the midfield. And I would look for a playmaker-type midfielder. Um, this boy looks like he could fit the bill. Um, but we'll just need to wait and see. Whether we get him on a loan or we buy him, I don't know. But this is probably players we'll be looking at because of a Champions League exit. I don't think we'll be looking at top, top players, if you want to say, Ryan Kent brackets, 7 million, 8 million, unless we sell somebody for big bucks. Uh, uh, that's what I honestly think. I could possibly see come another player come in on a loan deal, maybe. But I, Gerard, alluded today that the business is one, two maximum. That's really it. And I can't see us spending big bucks at all. In all fairness, I'm... I'm pretty happy with the squad, to be honest. I say I don't think it needs serious investment at all. I think we need to find some form. Certain players need to find some form. Like that's that's for sure. But uh, I was even a wee bit shocked that it, it's going to be as quick as like tomorrow, and it's like it's going to be a midfielder. And um, I, I think he's more. From what I took from the way he was saying it, it looks like he's trying to free up players like Aribo in order for him to play forward, so he doesn't have to keep asking them to do the deeper role. Um, some may argue Hadji actually plays better in there. I mean, by the, some of the, the, the some of his play on Friday night, you could argue that's probably true. If he's got two holding midfielders behind him, let Hadji do what he wants in front of that. But uh, yeah, as I say, we'll, we'll need to wait and see. But the the Bakuna one looks like that's the, the kind of biggest rumor just out again. I'm not going to take anything for sure until I see him with the Ranger scarf above. He said, uh, "Jamie, your thoughts on the presser today? Did you catch it?" Yeah, um, it was short, it was short and it was quite strange because uh, as you say, obviously it's to preview the, the game for tomorrow night but we didn't didn't really get an awful lot about that or, or about them as a team. Um, I'd actually looked into them similar to yourself and, and seen, they're obviously the champions, the Armenian champions from last year but um, haven't won their first two, two games so we'd obviously um, get into the game heavy favourites um, and I'm just I, I'm just ho- hoping we're going to build on, on Friday night's performance um, obviously rested um, Kent Morelos brought players like Wright um, as well as Hadji off although Hadji looked as if he was maybe carrying a wee knock at one point so hopefully we're going into the the tie with um, a strong a strong looking squad Um I don't know if this signing means Jack's 
as you say, gonna gonna be a, a bit longer in, in his recovery, but I think he's gonna be uh, massive coming back into that squad. Um I think we've really missed Jack. Um and I don't to be honest, I know I was joking there about the YouTube clip, but I don't really know an awful lot about Bakuna, to be honest. Uh, I can't I can't really comment on his qualities or what, what he'd bring. So um I would I, so, so I Something just came to me there. I was seeing Twitter. A guy said, if we sign Bakuna <laughs> and we've got Sakala, we should sing the song, you know, the Lion King song, Akuma Matata. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. I thought, nice Bakuna you know, Sakala? It take, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> take folk long to come up with these, does it? I thought that was brilliant. That is excellent. That really yeah. is brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that, I didn't see I'm that. I'm going to be singing that all night now. Yeah, yeah, that's very funny. Um, <laughs> Scott, oh, God, I need to concentrate. Um, in terms of the, the Alash Kirk game, um, that's so funny. Uh, in terms of the, the Alash Kirk game, Rangers should really be looking to finish this tie tomorrow night um, for the obvious fact that the, we've got the old firm game coming up and we don't want to be in a position where the best of our squad have to play next Thursday night, this tie should be finished tomorrow night, if possible. Yeah, that's my thoughts. Did Mark Dingwall, he brought that up in the press conference, didn't he? About yeah. perhaps, you know, trying to get this tie put to bed. And obviously Gerard was very um, politic when he came back to you know saying the right things. But I think in, mm-hmm. in, in his mind, we're, we, we need to go out and you know, get a really good scoreline to make the, the away leg a bit more comfortable. Um I mean, you mentioned their league form there. I was looking back at their their, their games in Europe so far. They get past Kona's key in the first round of the Champions League with a goal with eight minutes to eight minutes to go in extra time in the second mm-hmm. leg. They get papped out by Sheriff Tiraspol. And I looked at the stats for that were about 50-50. I'm not sure how good Sheriff Tiraspol are, but they, they beat Dinamo Zagreb 3-0 last night. And then they just snuck through Kyret, past Kyret last time round in Europa's and Kyrette were down to 10 men. Nine, nine men. men. Kyrette were down to uh, eight, nine men. So they just snuck past them. So they, they don't, I don't know an awful lot about them. I've not listened to any of the pods that I've seen kicking about discussing them yet. Um, but I think we should be going out and winning that game tomorrow night fairly comfortably. Yeah, I think it should be fairly com- com- comfortable, um, to be honest. I don't see, from what, as I say, from what I looked into them, they do not look like a very good. Um, a very good team, and plus, uh, you've probably all seen you seen the pictures floating about social media. Their pitch, <laughs> it's yeah, like a building, yeah. it's like a building site. Do you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to seeing the kind of team and what, what he decides to go for. But yeah, I think Rangers should be doing their best to kind of put this tie completely to bed tomorrow night. That's obviously the perfect world. Um, we are Rangers fans. That tends not to be what happens for us when we want something like that. Um, so we'll go to um, team predictions. Ali, do you want to go first? Who do you think the team's going to be? Shagger and goal. Backline. Tav coming back in. Unless he's playing PlayStation tomorrow night. I don't know if he's on the PlayStation <laughs> doing that tomorrow night. But, what is um, that all about, by the way? What's, what's going on there? He goes live. Have a reaction to it or something. He he goes live and he plays um, is it Call of Duty or something. Why is that a bad yeah. thing? That's for the young ones, I think. I think it's about. Aye. I've watched it before. I've watched it before. Aye, I, know it. No- I know CG Novo was playing like um, Ryan Aye, Jack. Ryan Jack. Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll need to get in. We'll need to get into that, lads, if we want to play Tab and <laughs> Ryan Jack. 
<laughs> I'm, but, I'm, um, I'm crap at Call of Duty in that, man. There's no, I can play FIFA, that's probably about that. Yeah. But anyway, aye, Tavit right back. Mm-hmm. Two centre-halves, Goldson, Ike Hollander will come back in. Big Shirley at left-back. I think he deserves to start after his performance. Midfield three, I think it'll be Aribo. Davis in the centre of the park. I think Lundstrom will start. And my top three will be Kent, Alfie, and I think Hadji will play. You've, you've literally just picked my teammate. Uh, it's exactly okay. the same as I've picked. <laughs> I, I, I want Bassey to play. Uh, I'm not sure if he'll play Bassey, to be honest. I think he might play Barisic, European, big players, etc., etc. I think he might play Barisic. I hope he doesn't. I think Bassey deserves it. Scotia, is your team any different? It is, yes. One player, and it's Barisic for Bassey. I know yeah. Bassey played really well on Friday night. But I think sometimes people can be over-eager and get over-hyped up. I think he'd be better suited to the game in Dingwall on Sunday, if I'm mm. being honest. And I think Barisic almost needs to kind of play through his bad form a wee bit. And I think tomorrow night at Ibrox is a better chance for that than it is up at Dingwall. So that's that's the reason why I would have Barisic instead of Bassett. Well, I think even when we did the prediction for the Dunfermline game, none of us were anywhere near the team, to be honest, that ended up getting picked. Uh, you could be right, I think. But, I mean, I'm, again, Bassett probably is more suited for the game on Sunday, uh, to be honest. But, I mean, I don't know. I just think he deserves a chance. Jamie, what's your team to say? Any difference? Uh, two, two differences. So, I've went McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Hollander. Barisic, Aribo, Davis, Lindstrom, Wright, Morelos and Kent. Interesting. Very attacking. Very, very pacey. Um, I don't know what Alice Kent are going to do when they come here. I, I've got no idea what their game plan will be. I doubt they're going to come and go all guns blazing. I think they'll wait and see what Rangers intend to do before they make a decision. But... Again, no disrespect to them and without piling on the pressure too much and to end up with egg all over my face. They are not a good team. Um, Rangers should really be dealing with a team of this standard. I think we should be comfortably seeing them off. So, score predictions. Uh, Jamie, you can go first. I'm going to go a wee bit more confident than the, the fair one. Uh, I'm going to say 3 now. <laughs> you know. Did you do you 2 now? Were you the fair one? Is that what you said? 2 now. Yeah. That lasted long. <laughs> uh, was it, uh, before 30 minutes is up, mate, that was gone. Uh, Scotia? Yeah. I, was, I had 3-0 all day, but the more I looked into Alice Kerr, I was a wee bit more confident, so I'm going to go 4-0. Oh, you bastard. Yeah, I'm 4-0 as well. <laughs> Ali, 4-0. 4-0 as well, yeah, I had that. Yeah, I think 4-0. I think... <laughs> I forget. I know it's not as if we actually keep track of it. By the way, like I'll, I'd already forgot you got the score right, mate. Until Jamie brought it up for, from Friday night. But I think four 0 puts us very, very comfortable, and we can make quite a number of changes to the uh, the return leg um, when we play away next Thursday. I think that that's. That's kind of the most comfortable we could be. Look, I hope we go out and we beat this team 6 now or something like that and then it's completely just go out and have a kick about in your own half for the for, for 90 minutes next week. Um, but as I say, I, I'm, I'm fully confident Rangers are going to show up and do the business tomorrow night. I think it's... Um, that's well within our means, as I say. And again, I keep 
putting pressure on it and repeating it, but they are not a good football team. So we really should be be seeing them off. But that'll do us. Um, we were going to review the the Ross County game, but we're going to do a wee, a wee trial or we'll be with you on Saturday. We'll just do a kind of shorter version of this show. Um, me and a few of us, maybe all four of us, not 100% sure yet, but I'll be with you Saturday around noon and we'll preview the, the Ross County game. Um, so, yeah, that'll do us. Uh, Scotia, thank you very much, mate. I will see you tomorrow night. Yeah, cheers. See you tomorrow. Ali, thanks very much, mate. See you tomorrow. No problem. See you tomorrow. Jamie, see you tomorrow. Pick you up, yeah. Yes, indeed. It. See you Magic. soon. See you soon. So, yeah, shameless plug from me. Uh, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, like the videos, give us a wee five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, like and share anywhere that you can. It really does help support us. Uh, thank you very much uh, for listening to us. We are Club at 22, the Champions Podcast, and we'll speak to you all next time. Cheers. <laughs>